0: There you go, dog. I changed it up for you a little bit.
1: I, Dude, if you told me that you were going to play Whack Metallica, I would have objected and I would have demanded that we play something like Barrier no, or, or
0: no, no, no. something
1: older, dude, not New Whack Metallica. Knock, that's what you started off with. Knock
0: it off. Anyway, uh, <laughs> welcome to the next episode of Behind the Badge. I'm already going to say sorry in advance because I know I always sniffle and somebody always uh, complains about it, but I don't know. I, uh, maybe I got COVID or something. I'm only kidding. I don't have it. I don't need people panicking. I, uh, I just walked into the building Now the building where we record at, there's nobody here except for cleaning people. So I walk in and you got to get buzzed in and I sneezed and you would have thought I just dropped a scud missile in the lobby. <laughs> people are ducking and running and screaming. I'm like, what, what, what what's going on here? It's so absurd. Plus, Just say
1: new normal,
0: you know. All right. So listen, we're going to talk about a couple of things today. Um, you know, it's been, I don't know, what's it? Eight, nine days since the, uh, you know, indirect, what's it called? Insurrection at the uh, Capitol.
1: Yes. No one knew what
0: that word ever meant until they started saying it.
1: Um, I knew what it meant, but. Oh, you're a weirdo. The, uh,
0: <laughs> the uh, oh, There's uh, news here in Philly today. Mm -hmm. Our murders are, you know, going through the roof once again. But there's actually some good news. Um, uh, An inspector who was assaulted during, you know, the burning down of all the cities this summer. Peaceful protest, summer of love. I remember that. Right, right. He was arrested, lost his job and everything. Well, he was just found all the cases. All the charges were dismissed today. Judge threw it out so he'll be able to sue get his job back and he should because again they only talk about half of what happened on that on that incident and -hmm. then we'll talk about something that not many people are probably familiar with probably heard of and may go down the the rabbit hole of conspiracy theories but we're going to talk about false flags Mm -hmm. and what that all has to tie in what's going on right now but you know first i want to bring up you know the uh a little tribute not a tribute a little acknowledgement to my son he is going to the marines we signed the paperwork he's he wants to go now but that ain't happening mm. so he went to Fort Dix he passed his physical they taken a test i forget the name of it but it's a test to see what it is you qualify for after your basic the training the your MOS i believe for, yeah, he,
1: well, the, I mean, you take an ASFAB test. That's what it's kind it is. Like it, there it goes. Test.
0: That's the test. <clears throat> I took that many years ago. Yeah, yeah, it's. He scored high. He scored high enough that he can select anything, except that's cool. Advanced aviation because his depth perception is um like he failed that. Mm-hmm. So I guess they don't want him, you know, directing planes into the ocean off the aircraft carrier. So that's good.
1: Probably probably not a good idea, right? <laughs> you
0: know. <laughs> Plus, I drove with him, man. And I always said, no pullover, dude. You ain't driving me around. I mean, yeah. he could drive. I just, I don't like anyone driving me around from a, and that's because of a car accident long ago. A la Sean, you know who,
1: mm-hmm. and my mm-hmm.
0: Mustang. But he, uh, yeah, no, he did really well. They said he could select anything he wants. Um, he's going to sit down and choose it, but he wants to be a military police. Oh, that's cool, and I call, and I, I call a buddy of mine who was who is well he just retired he was an MP for the army mm-hmm. and he um I know he did 21 years and he loved it so you know kudos to my boy Jake kid's gonna be marine that's it, man. he's out so where's uh where'd your son decide I know you told me did he decide what school well. Wh-
1: we're on the fence to, we're on the fence. I mean, today he actually just got the uh, the official announcement for Miami University of Ohio came through. So he got accepted there and they offered him a um, scholarship, kind of full, covers the tuition at the school. So um, he's kind of debating between Miami, Ohio and, and Bowling Green. So we'll have to see, uh, you know, do some math, see what looks like the best deal and Man. Figure out what he wants, where
0: he wants to go, man. Send that kid to MIT, then tell him to go work for Boston Robotics afterwards.
1: He'll be a millionaire in, in two years. Listen, I'm not interested in the main institute of taters. I don't want to send them out there, man. <laughs> I want to keep them over here. But if you send your kids to some of these schools, they get brainwashed, and it's a terrible thing. Yeah, but you know um, what? So. They get brainwashed
0: for like five to ten years, and they realize everything they thought of as, during that time was just so obnoxious and stupid, and then they become normal. I'd rather them be idiots yeah, and still, morons during their 20s than when they're our age. You, st- you still got to deal with it for 10 years, my brother. That's the problem. <laughs> See, that's where you and me are different. I don't deal with it. I don't give it two shits what my kids <laughs> say or do. Yeah, okay. Say mm-hmm. it. Go in your room. Don't care. Go to bed. That's it. Don't care. Mm-hmm. L- literally don't give a <laughs> shit. I mean, I care about my kids at all, and I wish them all the best, but you come in, start screaming that shit, I will cut your knees right off like, nah, dude, go get a job, pay your own bills. Then tell me well, how life is after that after that moment. Once I, you start doing that, though, once you start yeah. paying your own fucking bills, life becomes a whole lot different for you, believe me.
1: <laughs> you care about taxes that man, <laughs> trust me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: fucking, all right, so let's talk about the capital nonsense. All right. So, it's been, uh, you know, I don't even know what day it is, a week and a few days. Exactly. And if you watch the... Um, Nonsense down in Washington, it's white supremacy at its finest, you know, the Ku Klux Klan and the Aryan Nation must have all gotten together in in the past six months and decided, hey, you know, we're going to make our mark on the world. Yeah, yeah.
1: And people
0: are buying this
1: shit. Well, because they want to. I mean, that's the problem. You know what I mean? People buy in the, they want to just be be told that whatever they think is accurate um, and they throw crazy outlandish claims out there. I mean, you could easily say, hey, look, you know, you don't, you don't have to be a mem- the, the grand wizard of the Ku Klux Klan or a member of the Aryan Nations to say, hey, you know, this was kind of screwed up. Right. But I mean, it's like they're always just trying to take it to that next level and make it some crazy thing that it's not. Um, you know, you obviously had a, an event where things turned negative. People were hurt. Um, you know, that in and of itself should be enough that you could have a conversation and say, hey, man, you know what went wrong here? Well, you we start throwing here, all this crazy bullshit way, trying to make it into the, the white supremacists are lurking everywhere. It's just it's craziness.
0: So I'm going to I'm going to try to I'm going to tie this all in. Um, there's a there's a term within the government, like in their deep black book projects and stuff like that. It's called a false flag. And you're most people are probably not familiar with it um probably don't understand it there's a great 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 movie it's a documentary it's called Unacknowledged mm. now it's by um Dr. Steven Greer and it's all about UFOs and mm. you know his it, it's been his life mission to expose that UFOs are real they've been here the government knows it all that stuff and he and he just tries to um You know, basically just get them to admit it. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It's a great documentary. But in the documentary, he talks to um, an Air Force gentleman um, from the—it was an Air Force Department of uh, Investigations. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's OSI, I believe. I forget. But they are the guys that whenever there was like a UFO crash or something, they went out and investigated it. Like That's who's the top of the food chain were these Air Force guys. One became mm-hmm. a whistleblower named Richard Downey, mm-hmm. who, if anyone follows UFO stuff, he's kind of famous for it because of uh, an incident, a false flag incident. In his case, where they made up a story of... Well, just watch the documentary, and you'll be able to see it. But the point of it is, there's a government program of the called... Um, I forget, something, whatever, false flag. And the... Um, The premise behind it is the government creates this catastrophic event that unites the world and boom, we're into this 9-11 type thing, but times, you know, times a million. Mm -hmm. Um, It's believed that the Vietnam War, the reason we got into the Vietnam War was on a false flag. I believe okay. they, they actually talk about the incident uh, an attack on a ship. I, I forget the exact details. Um some well, believe I mean,
1: th- there there've been there've been claims about this kind of stuff for for decades, right? I mean with with many wars. Um you know, I mean there's people that would there's people that claim that we were aware that Pearl Harbor was going to happen and let it happen. Um, You know, as an excuse to to jump into the second world war. So, I mean, I guess it's, it's, you know, it's not new or out of the realm of possibility to think that there's people that kind of question the validity of these kind of incidents. And, you know, what are the true motivations as to why we're getting involved in these events? Right.
0: Well, you know, and again, the reason we get involved in all this shit is all because it's It's all because of money. There's just like everything else. There's companies that make money off of war. They don't make money when there's no war. And um, Eisenhower warned everybody about it, so did JFK. But Mm -hmm. how it ties in now, and and the reason I bring it up with this um, documentary is because in this documentary, Unacknowledged, he talks about the false flag that's sitting out there on the books. Mm -hmm. There was one about Cuba that got declassified, and there's one Mm -hmm. about aliens attacking, you know, Earth and the United States all coming together, but it's not really aliens, it's you know, a government, secret government program that pretends mm-hmm. it's attacking us and we fight back and hooray and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And the reason I bring it up is because I believe what you're seeing right now down in Washington with 20,000 troops down there is a part of a false flag. And that false flag is that on Inauguration Day, all across the country there's going to be all these armed riots and uprisings, and I truly... Insurrections, insurrections, right. remember. Right. Use they your were, proper buzzword. Hold on, <clears throat> insurrections. You know, it's the new word of the year. And it's a lie. That shit is not happening anywhere. Nobody cares. It's over. It's done. But why would they bring that up? Why do you think, why do you think they want this presence down there? Let me ask your opinion on that
1: me i mean honestly i i I think that there's a number of things going on i mean i think one of the things is if you're somebody who's in power and you want more power you have to have a threat Um, and if you say you know the the sum total of the the mega rebellion or insurrection or whatever you want to call it was a couple of hours at the capitol and now it's kind of done and everybody goes about their day you really can't justify this this government overreach anymore so, my guess would be, you know, we kind of need this. We need this, uh, you know, the, the mythos of, oh my God, all these crazy white supremacists are coming out everywhere and they're going to attack all of the Capitol buildings and all of the states on the same day. And it's going to be like the Turner Diaries or some, you know, some craziness. Um, it, it, I would say it's a power grab, would be when, my guess. When was
0: the last real true white supremacy attack on anything? Well, I mean, you, you, look, did have a, a big,
1: you did, you did have a big movement in the 1980s, and and see, here's okay, the thing: I don't know. Like, That's why
0: I'm asking. When was it?
1: No, no, there was a lot in the 80s, in the 70s and 80s. You had a number of, um, you know, kind of white supremacist groups that were a lot of them were associated with the Christian identity movement, um, and you know, there were different flavors or brands of, of racist or radicals or whatever you want to call it. Um, You know, you had people like David Duke that were in power down in Louisiana. Um, Some 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 of these folks were separatists where they wanted to move to Washington state and Idaho and and these kinds of places and separate, um, you know, from the other races. Um, You have, uh, you know, obviously neo-Nazi people. We used to have um, groups in Pennsylvania and other states. Um, and then you also have kind of militia folks, a lot of which tend to be anti-federal government. They're, some of them are, are white supremacists, some of them are neo-Nazi fascists and these types of things, and others are. But I, I think the big problem is... We take this broad brush and paint everybody. I mean, and I say everybody with the media or whoever paints everybody who they disagree with as just a, a neo-Nazi white supremacist. And I think it really does a disservice because it eliminates any discussion as to what are the real issues and what are these people upset about, and boils it down to they're just crazy racists that hate everyone. Well, you know. What I mean? look, look. And it, to be fair, it's the same argument when you talk about you know like the Islamic terrorists and stuff. Um, you know they'll say, oh, they're just crazy people that hate freedom. And it's like, well, there's probably more to it than that. But, you know, well, and that's kind of what you see. D-
0: now, is this in, now, again, these are your opinions. I'm asking, is this something yeah. that it's our government solely doing? Or is this the um, like the idiots like Swalwell from California who've been influenced and infiltrated by, you know, Chinese spies? Is it these now, people I mean, who look, have it, who've been not infiltrated Knowingly, even or willingly, right. but you know, they come up with some of the craziest shit to say on their five minutes on the floor, and it's basically a, all they're doing is dividing the country. Now, who does that benefit when this country's divided? Benefits nobody well, in here, but it benefits the entire planet of our enemies for us to be
1: divided. It's kind of strange I mean, of that they don't see that. Well, I mean, but here's the thing. I don't I don't think that they're interested. I mean, there's not, I don't think that people like Swalwell and Nancy Pelosi um, and all these folks, I don't think that they're stupid. I think that they're insidious. You know what I mean? I think that they're fully aware of what they're doing. I think they just don't give a shit. Um, I think oh, that, that they, AOC uh, is fucking dumb. <laughs> no, she's an idiot. She's an idiot. But literally like the most of them, most of the other ones, I don't think that they're dumb. I think that they're just su- such self-serving and self-interested people. Um, That they'll pursue their own ends and the things that they want so self enrichment and political power and they don't really care who gets hurt I mean all you have to do is look at folks like you know somebody like Maxine waters go to the district She represents and see what she's done to make it better. Nothing, you know, it's a mess So they're not interested in helping people, but I mean this shouldn't be a secret We know this and I'm not saying that the the Republicans are super interested in helping us either. Um, you know, I'd say all these people are, are self interested. What do they want? They want to stay in for, you know, four more years or whatever your term is. You want to stay in for a few more okay. years and make a few more million because all these people come in broke and leave millionaires somehow, right? Um, and, and that's what it is. It's this insider it's trading a fulfilling prophecy. Yeah,
0: they're the allowed to, they're allowed to do insider trading.
1: Well, not only that, I mean, there's a lot of money to be made on contracts. I mean, you know, you see the stuff about Biden's brother getting these contracts over, you know, these USAID or there's, development there's contracts. This fucking kid
0: sits on, on all these boards all across
1: the world and dude's a no. legitimate crackhead, you know. like, well, Here's the thing, though. I mean, I can draw a line between these things. Do I think it's completely screwed up that Burisma or these other folks would give him money for no reason? Yeah, 100%. And do I think they're trying to buy influence or access to Biden? Of course they do. But I find that it's different than if you're actually getting government contracts. You know what I mean? This would be like me, you know, being the mayor of Philly, and then well, I mean, this stuff happens in Philly all the time, right? We saw this with John Street. Um, you know, all of a sudden your brother gets the bid or gets the contract, and you know, I mean, that's how it works. But when you're dealing with the federal government, these the stakes are much higher and the money's bigger. So it's kind of you know, it's it's just a a, a giant scam. In this my opinion. this and is where no,
0: this is where people need to grow up, think for mm. themselves. And realize you're getting played like you did by that hot girl, and you know the school that always wanted you to drive her to school because you had a car, but she did not want to hook up with you. But you mm. kept driving her until the day she got a boyfriend, and you know he had a car. It's it is literally what is going on to this entire country.
1: Well, I'm sorry, I was you just know. reading
0: something, and we are falling for it. Okay, so what happened down in Washington? was awful. It was pathetic, actually. And honestly, it was a joke. If you think for one second that the Republican side of of the country got together and said, this is what we're going to do. And that was the result of what they did. You're high on crack right now because it wouldn't, no, I, I, it wouldn't go that way. It would go a whole tonight. different way, and the whole outcome would be different to the point where nobody would be on TV speaking about anything.
1: Well, tonight I saw something that was saying that, uh, you know, they'd made plans to abduct and assassinate politicians. And no, I think didn't. to myself, the pictures that I saw was— People carrying around a podium looking like a horse's ass. Somebody sitting in Pelosi's desk with his feet on it. Um, you know, I don't know about, you know, how uh, you know, instructions work or in other countries or other places. But generally speaking, if you're hell bent on assassinating folks and doing this and net, um, I wouldn't think that's what you'd be doing to occupy Listen, your Listen,
0: you watched all summer long when people went into buildings, burned them down, mm-hmm. rioted, mm-hmm. killed people, destroyed mm-hmm. everything in their path. In these Mm -hmm. videos, there was some fucked up shit, no doubt about it. Nobody set nothing on fire. (laughs) There's a video of the people going through the tundra, staying within Mm -hmm. the ropes. Like, they didn't (laughs) even go (laughs) on the other side of the ropes. They were here's following the, the rules. Here, and
1: here's, it's, the here's the problem. It's though. ridiculous. You, you, you know this. You know that the media isn't going to give you a fair shot. And, you know, you could, the left would argue the same thing, that only a small minority of people are causing the problem. The majority of people are peaceful protesters while buildings burn in the background. But you know what I mean? I know. Mean? CNN. So I, don't want to, I don't want to excuse the behavior and say that it's acceptable. But I think you have to be smart enough to not take the bait. Um, you have to know that there's this double standard there Mark. and that there's no way they'll ever give you a pass. Listen. And no the matter what you do, you're going to be called all the Istinisms and, and all these things. You're going to be attacked and called names. So you got to be smarter than to fall into that trap. I mean, I have a lot of concerns just in general. One thing I found interesting is, you know, they said pipe bombs are found down there. And I said, OK, cool. But you don't know who they belong to. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've watched quite a bit of the news over the past couple of years, obviously. And I know this. If a Trump supporter takes a crap, six Antifa dudes are hiding behind the toilet paper to beat him up, Mm -hmm. right? So you telling me there was a massive planned assault on the Capitol building and you didn't have all these Antifa folks waiting to attack them or to do something?
0: Here's the hard truth. Here's the very, very hard truth. Mm -hmm. What happened on that day were people got infiltrated by some jackasses, I don't know, probably both sides, Antifa... And, mm-hmm. and Republicans. And they took that chance
1: mm-hmm.
0: and disrupted, made this awful scene, and the media realizing it wasn't as bad as they probably hoped it would have been. You know, you didn't mm-hmm. see the Capitol on fire. You didn't see yeah. any of that. And once they really learned that They were asking for help and they were turned down multiple times and nobody wanted any help. They kind of you you kind of realize that they kind of wanted this thing to happen. And once they realized, all right, now we got them. We got the people wearing the fucking MAGA hats and all that shit. We're going to bury them because they didn't do it enough themselves. They weren't burning shit down. They weren't um, destroying, looting everything. What happened was spontaneously, in my opinion, a few people. Probably with the um, intent to do what they did, just mm-hmm. saw an opportunity and got people riled up. And people are like, yeah, fuck it. And that's why you see idiots like that guy sitting in Pelosi's chair. Like, this is funny. This is. He didn't oh, go mean, there that day, like, well, oh, had... my goal today is to break in Pelosi's office and
1: do a selfie. No,
0: he's like, oh, Here's what's going what I think. on? I,
1: I think there are certainly people that showed up with bad intentions, right? Yeah, of course. But I. But then there's also people that get caught up in kind of the mob, you know, the mob effect. I mean, you see this when when teams win the Super Bowl. I mean, I remember I remember back in the day. You know know what? That's
0: a perfect example. You weren't here for the Eagles when they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay? You 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 weren't here, but the city was reminded me. Thanks. You're welcome. The city was in shambles that night. You couldn't go anywhere. People were going crazy, flipping over cars, burning down cars, tearing down awnings. It was madness, but it was despair. It was a moment. It was a spontaneous thing to happen, and it was damage caused. Next day, it was over. Just like the yes, next day at the Capitol. It was over, and it is, it's is—it's yes, over. It is. No one cares at this point.
1: Is it spontaneous or do you get caught up on it? I mean, you know, let me ask you this. If the Phillies win the World Series, where are you going? Frank Frank Cotman. Yeah, if the Eagles and Super Bowl, where are we going? If something happens, where are you going? You know what you're doing. You know where you're going to go. Well, yeah, right, but uh, we you, go there you and might not we look plan, around. You and... might not plan to flip a car or throw a beer bottle at somebody. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, And I suspect this is probably something similar. People knew what they are going to do. They probably knew it was going to be a little crazy. Did they think that this shit was going to happen? Probably not. No, um, and, but, and they took the bait. And again, they,
0: like I said, they took the bait. Those yep. of you that went yep. in and did the stupid shit you did – you yep. took the bait it was the last possible time they can get trump on anything
1: and here I'm it was kind of, yeah i mean all this stuff that's going on is just ludicrous you're going to blame him for this but give a pass to the folks that were saying you know burn down the city the people that were actually bailing out and, um, people that were and fucking driving. harris was giving yeah. money to the people to bail them out of these places like yeah And I think, here's my thing, I think that they're all wrong, and I don't think Trump should be, and I'm not going to say he's inciting people, because I don't think that that's what it is, but I don't think that you should be riling people up, because to some extent, I think you do know what some of your followers might be capable of, right? And if you want to say, peacefully protest, whatever, fine, you know, I don't think his hands are completely clean. But at the same time, I just find it completely ridiculous that the people whose hands are the dirtiest are now pointing their finger at Trump, you know what I mean? And I think to myself, like, listen, you know, I haven't been in in, in, uh, in space for the last six, eight months. You know, I've been watching you on the news saying all these terrible well, things, encouraging it, saying it's good. Here's the other so thing. You're all, you're all guilty. I,
0: and again, here's the hypocrisy. When they were trying to breach the wa- the fence of the White House, okay, mm. people forget that this yeah. happened in the summer. They burned, they tried oh. to burn down the St. John's Church right across the street where all the presidents yep. go. Yep. They were literally trying to breach the fucking fences at the White House, the president of the it, United it, States it, it, had to get put into, you know, the um the PEOC presidential. What is it? Presidential Emergency something center. I forget whatever it's called. He had to go down there for his safety in case they stormed it. And people were on the fucking news. The news was cheering it like, oh, you're yeah. they were calling them names like Bunker Boy. And oh, you had to go and hide. Yeah. Had they breached that and breached the White House? CNN, NBC, all of them would have been cheering it. Like, yeah. what a day! Yeah. What a this is what the revolution looks like. This is what you're supposed to do when, you know, you're wronged in the, you um, know, eyes of yeah. the new justice system. I guess, and th- it's insane that something, you know, crosses the line here, which it did. But in the grand scheme of things, there was fucking minimal damage. I mean, an officer did lose his life. Cops are being scapegoated. Some are being hailed as heroes, and we come to find out that this could have been prevented. The FBI was warning people, like, "Yo, there's there's motherfuckers coming here, want to do harm." And the mayor, who will skate because she's a Democrat, she said, "Nope, don't want it, don't want help." The fucking Congress, or I believe Pelosi said, "Nope, don't want help." Hold on, you're you're. I can't hear you.
1: I don't know what the process is who actually says the yes or no, you know, when they come and ask for if, if they offer assistance. But I do know that, you know, they said everybody involved basically said, no, we don't want help. You know what I mean? And then they start calling for help. <laughs> like, well, well, we need help. And But here's here's the problem. Who's caught in the middle yet again? the officers, right? So if you have the Capitol Police, if you have DC Metro PD or whoever was there on site, these folks are now caught in the middle. Um, you know, you're purposely not purposely did it, but you're understaffed, you're not equipped to do the task you need to do, because those above you are using you as a, as a pawn essentially in this, right? Because they want this carnage, they want to record it and say, oh my God, look, here they are. The white supremacists are about, they're everywhere.
0: And right. here's here and here's the other and, thing too. Uh, and this is where the the whole false flag ties in. Like why? Ooh. Why why do you think there's a false flag? Because now what I think happens just like after 9/11, which a lot of people don't remember. After 9/11, man, our a lot of our freedoms were gone. Now, they didn't affect most people. You know, no, I that's didn't fly, not true.
1: Or, You're talking about the Patriot? Yeah. Listen, man, no, like Adrian. you didn't. It, it,
0: <laughs> hold on, hold on. It, it affected you. You just didn't realize it at that time. Like it didn't mm-hmm. play a role in your life at that moment until you know Edward Snowden really dropped the hammer on people, let everyone know what really is mm-hmm. going the fuck on. Again, before yeah. he did that, the government listening to all your phone calls and seeing all your emails is a conspiracy theory. You no, know? it's true. Yeah. What I think happens now is DC is going to be the most secure place on the planet. You are not going to mm-hmm. be able to go in there anymore. You're not going to be able to go all man. these nice monuments, museums. There's going to be well, they'll, armed they'll guards. Be right
1: they'll, they'll take them all down in six months. Come on, man.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, right now. There's going to be armed personnel everywhere. There's going to be a military okay. force in Washington, D.C. from here on out. And the false flag mm-hmm. is going to be that the white supremacy, the supremacy groups are all going to uprise and go for, try to take down Washington. When they all know, you know it, I know it. Everybody in the media knows it. It's over. We're it. It sucks that Trump didn't win. He got railroaded. The man didn't get a fair shake. Did a lot of amazing things while having a fucking, you know, gorilla on his back the entire time. And the guys, you know, we realized, okay, this is dirty Washington politics. Next guy up. And for all the yeah. Biden supporters out there, watch what happens in a year. Two tops. They're going to be forcing his ass out. His own people are going to be like, nah, time to go, Joe. Give it up.
1: Well. But- I mean, here's the thing, right? When you think about these false flag attacks, generally a false flag is when you pull off an operation and then try to disguise who did it, right? So say I secretly go and play at a bomb and then blame it on the opponent. I mean, this is something that's happened historically in a number of situations. I mean, the, you know, when they had the, uh, when the Soviets kind of had their little, their little push there, they did it, the Nazis have done it, all these different people have done it throughout history. And I hate going the, you know, the Nazis and Soviets, you know, um but you know there are definitely these types of events that are turning points and the idea is to rally public support behind whatever your interest is and you know i don't know that this is a uh, i don't know that i wouldn't say that the capital is a false flag per se but i think that there's probably stuff going on and i suspect there'll be more going on in the future and when you have the media it's to make you you think
0: hold on here's the false flag it's to make people think the white man the white voter the, the Trump supporter is the devil. you know like See, the here, guys I used to say is, to you white devil
1: greatest this is the greatest misdirection that they've pulled off is this is that they're able to to paint Trump supporters with this broad stroke as they're the only people who support Trump are white men and we know that that's a, that we know that that's not true. When you look at the you know the, the statistics for voting, he polled better and did better
0: than everybody uh, with minority
1: ever. minority voters with homosexuals with you know all kinds of immigrant groups. So, I mean, you know, and, and this is how they pull this off is to convince you that the only people that are Trump supporters are these rural redneck hillbillies in their pickup trucks with their Confederate flags. And, you know, sure, there's probably some of those folks out there that support Trump, but but that's not everyone. There are a lot of other people too, right? There's a lot of normal people that have jobs, um, you know, that live in cities or live in other places and, and they support him as well for whatever reason. Oh, no, But I, I think that that's, that's the great lie that they pull here is making it out like, Everyone who supports him is just these, you know, rural white guys, and it's it, you can't let them continue with this lie. And just
0: so everybody knows, people like Bozo, Jeff Bozo, and Mark Zuckerberg, and Jackie Dorsey, they may yeah. all talk shit on Trump, and donate to other, piece, uh, other people against Trump, but bet your life, when it came time to vote, their vote went to Trump. They want that dude, they wanted that guy in office, they just can't say it.
1: Just think about this logically, right? All these big businesses that are throwing money at groups like BLM and Antifa, uh, they clearly can't be in support of them because the reality is that those groups would want to take down these large corporations. So are you telling me that big business is basically supporting those that would wish to destroy it? Of course not, Mm -hmm. right? It's window dressing. And it's to give me a pass.
0: Like I'm Ford Motors. Here's a million dollars, Black uh, Black Lives Matter. I'm just getting a pass from you guys so you don't. You know, if 10 of you don't go on Twitter and make an uproar and try to pull ads for from, from my company.
1: So I will publicly support you. Well, behind the scenes, behind the scenes, I'm actually going to side with the Republicans or those that are more pro-business. And if you don't think the corporations like Apple um, or Google or whoever is doing this, you're a crazy person. Just think about it for two seconds. Why would this company want to back me? You really think that they're interested in human rights and civil rights. These are the same people that are, you know, have slave laborers assembling their machines in China and yeah.
0: any other place. Yeah, Apple. It's funny. Apple cares about anybody. Literally have freaking 10-year-old kids making a nickel a month making their yeah, phones you know, I, in China. Like, yeah, I stop.
1: This, I just, I bought a MacBook and kind the of thing actually shipped directly from Shanghai I thought damn, they didn't try to hide it anymore no so hold on you so keep breaking awesome. up you keep hold on you keep moving away from the microphone Stay in the microphone there we go there, there you go, go. You know, they're not even trying to hide it anymore it's just outsource all the jobs collect all the money mistreat the workers and then we pretend that these people are you know the paragons of cer of, of, of uh well, you know what's
0: funny is you know how Russia's not this big threat anymore yeah you know wait where's where's all the Russia 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 people? Like everybody nah, needs, gone, to, everybody needs to. And wait, hold on. Where's all the the fun? The, the, the police people too. That's all gone. Told you, fools. It's, every four years, they the, come back the, around. Like, oh, white man bad, Republican bad. He's, you know, I mean, it, every it single person is fucking racist. Like, come on, every single Republican's racist when they when they run for president.
1: This stuff runs in cycles. It's the same as when they were ripping down statues everywhere and, and then nobody gave shit about the statues anymore. I mean, they were ripping down statues. I don't remember who was a guy in Wisconsin or I think it was in Madison or somewhere. They ripped down the statue of a guy who was actually an abolitionist who basically fought his entire life to, to end slavery. And they tore down the statue because these folks have no idea what they're doing. They're just reacting because they've been told to. There's a, there's a statue it, nobody down shit about statues anymore.
0: There's a statue outside of city hall and mm. the, the gentleman's name is Octavius something. I forget his last name, but he was a uh, black man, civil rights, um, you know, guy for back in the 18, late 1800s. And he uh-huh. played baseball, too. Um, uh-huh. So I forget his name, but they were fucking trying to rip like during the riots. They were trying to rip that down. And people were like, no, 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 no. He he, he was all against slavery and everything. He, well, it was did, a black man they, and he, they
1: didn't give a didn't fuck. They, Just, they, they ripped down a statue of like of an animal or something somewhere. Right. Like, was it, It was like a a tyrannosaurus or something. They ripped it down. Like, what the hell is going on here? That's fucking – this
0: is what they – people are so fucking dumb. You can literally go on the news and tell them anything and be like, oh, really? Okay, let's go do that. And then they get their votes. Hold on. They get their votes. They get in office, and you're gone. That's it. Well,
1: it's that Homer Simpson meme, right, where, like, he's standing there and he disappears into the bushes. You know what (laughs) I mean? That's what it's like every four years. They both sides come out and tell you all this bullshit, how they're going to help you. And then they just go back into the bushes and go back to their slimy business. And nobody actually helps you. Like,
0: come on, Pete, just fucking grow up. Think about where you grew up. Me and you, we grew up in Frankfurt. Most of the people Mm -hmm. that are watching me right now, we all grew up in Frankfurt. We grew up blocks away from Whitehall Projects. Yeah. We all Uh, lived in the same area, in the same shitty conditions, mm -hmm. under the same bullshit you know rule of the 15th police district back then and mm-hmm. yep. you know it was like fuck we just got we knew what it was like to really fucking live in the shithole part of a, a city and have nothing and no one on your side when everybody got through it we all made it if we were to sit what? back and listen to all the shit we hear today yeah about what you know I, we wouldn't have turned out to ha- how we all did. You're a professor, a law—you know, you have a law degree. You have like 98 degrees, you know. I was in law enforcement. Everybody that I know all have a business of some kind or work hard for another. We realized, all right, shit—we got to change our lives. We got to grow up. Yeah. Nobody's going to give it to us. We got to go out and earn it, and we all did it. Not, not everybody. There's people that didn't make it, but if you would think. If you watch the news, you would think there is just not a shot for anybody in those environments. We
1: grew up in it. All of us did. I, I will tell you this. We too, got man. out I of mean, it. I, I, you can get out I've of it. I've been fortunate. I've been fortunate at my university when I was in law school and afterwards, we we had programs where we worked with people from developing countries. So over the years, I've had classmates and friends uh, from the Balkans, so from, you know, from Kosovo. Uh, We had people from Africa, places like Rwanda, Tanzania, Uganda, Uh, people from the former Soviet republics, people from, you know, Kazakhstan, Georgia, places like that. And, you know, the one thing I think that I, I kind of see is all these folks realize America is a land of opportunity. This is a place where if you work hard, you can make it. Now, does that mean everybody who works hard makes it? No, of course not. You know, I know a lot of people that have worked hard, they hustle, they're good folks, and they still get shit on. That's life, dude, you know? My, it's unfortunate. My buddy, but you can make it here. Yeah, my buddy who, like I said, I called him
0: up when my son got his, um, when my, my son got back from Fort Dex because he wanted to be an mm-hmm. MP. And I called my buddy. Now, he did twenty one, twenty two years in the um, Army. And we were bullshitting. I was like, dude, ain't this shit crazy right now? He's like, this ain't nothing. He's like, this yeah. is dick compared to what I've seen. Yeah. And he's yeah. been in literally like the fucking hellhole of of countries, you know, yeah. in battle. Yeah. He's like, this ain't nothing. He's like, this is stupid. He's like, the media's just making it worse today. He's like, everybody's life is fucking just fine. He's like, it sucks that, you know, you can't go to work or they're making you wear masks that don't really work. He's like, yeah, all that shit blows. He's like, but dude, he's like, I've been in places where fucking, you know, you can't, you know, people are living like in parts of Africa. Yep. where they live in huts on top of water that literally sewage water would be cleaner. He's like, nah, he's like, this ain't nothing,
1: man. I mean, I can tell you this. When I stayed in Kosovo, um, there was a dumpster outside of basically the apartment where I was staying at, and you would see these kids, they're gypsies, basically Roma gypsies, and these kids are probably, I don't know, six years old, um, digging through the dumpsters to take out beer bottles and soda cans and things so they can recycle them so they can eat. Um, You know, and these kids are filthy because they're climbing through dumpsters all day long. And I think like, you know, when you see stuff like that, it really changes your perspective because I have to listen to, you know, kids here in the U.S., and moaning they like, oh, the, I have student debt. IPhone.
0: I can't, well, I can't pay for yeah. my
1: student loans or, but, but, but here's the thing. I mean, I got a mountain of student debt, right? I mean, it took, cost me some money to go to law school and these things. And I accept that. Um, am I happy about it? No. Do I think you should be, the interest rate should be as high as they are in these things? No, but it is what it is. I took it on, you know, that's on me, man. And that was my Avenue out. So if that's what I had to do to get out of Frankfurt and get out of, you know, our situation, so that's what I'll do, man.
0: And, well, that's, you know, it, the, and, and again, and this is where everybody needs to grow up. Stop watching CNN and Fox to get, you know, to tell them how you should feel. Okay. Mm-hmm. The government has been notorious for existence that once they start meddling in your life and what they think you deserve or what should be right, which, what shouldn't be wrong and blah, blah, blah. They fuck it all up. I mean, well, I mean,
1: that's, that's the thing, right? Like, do you want them in charge? Of, go to the, go to the DMV. Exactly. What your experience like at the DMV. Do you want these cats in charge of your health care? You know what I mean? Do you? If you yeah. do, good luck, man. You know, <laughs> you can go take your chances. But I, I just think name something the government does well. We can't even get our mail. I know. I mean, I got I, I got packages that have been floating around forever. Stuff's coming in. UPS, no problem. FedEx, no problem. USPS. Nope. These guys are making more, better benefits well, and everything. No, you just said it.
0: Hold on. You just said it. Anything the government has that there's a private company that does the same, who does it better? Yeah. That's who you want in I that remember. part of your life. Okay? Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. But and, and that's the scary part. Like, anyone that wants more government is a crazy person. Yeah, right? it's, it's Anyway, so th- that's my point.
0: I think the reason all these soldiers are down in Washington is that we're Ooh. being fed this story of how there's, there's all these threats across the country of terrorist threats and domestic terroristic threats and stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. Guess what? I'm sure there are some threats, as there are every single day of our lives that we sure, don't know sure. about. But the reason you're hearing all this stuff right now, and what's going to happen? Nothing's going to happen next week. His inauguration is going to go off without a hitch, like everybody's it's gonna, does.
1: It's going to be Y2K. Do you remember when they hyped us right. up about Y2K and yeah. everything is going to fail? Nothing's um, you know, going to happen. Nothing will and land on our head.
0: Yeah, but nothing's <laughs> going to happen. They're going to say, see, we prevented it with all this. Power that we have here, we're just going to keep them here, and that'll keep us safe forever. You fucking idiots! There's a reason why this is happening. We don't all know what it is yet, but there's a reason for everything I mean, that's done this,
1: down here. Why this is why this is dangerous is you know um, when you go into the criminal justice realm, as this is a, a you know a law enforcement show primarily, you kind of have these two competing models, right? So you have a due process model and a crime control model, and the idea is. Um, you know, can we limit crime? Sure. You can limit crime real easy. If you want to live in a police state where you're not allowed to do anything and we lock everybody up for everything and, you know, you have very little due process rights and all this kind of stuff. Right. You can be relatively safe if you want to live in the Soviet Union, you know, where where it's very um, restrictive and all that type of stuff. Now, on the other side of the coin, you can ensure that individual rights are protected and, and you know, um, Afford people due process, and some would argue that that's gone too far. That we now care more about criminals than victims and stuff like that. Oh, that's I mean, true. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you, you could easily say there's a way to ensure peace. You know, we could be locked down 24-7, <laughs> no rights. You need passports to go here and there, and you want to see your papers. But that's not what we want. You know, the idea is to kind of strike this balance. Oh, you're wrong. That is freedom.
0: that is wanted, because believe it, before this year's over, you're going to need papers to go anywhere saying you got that stupid COVID vaccine.
1: Well, I, I know that that's going to happen. It's just, you know, unfortunate, and I, I think it's – the greatest you know overreach in the history of the United States, and uh, we're all you know, biting. I, Everybody's I biting. I don't on think it. that it's. I don't think that it's not real by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I, I just think that it's. I mean, admittedly, by their own numbers, this you know the survival rate's ninety nine point eight percent. Yeah. Um, if you walk the streets of Philadelphia, your survival <laughs> are rates are ninety nine point eight on any given day, right? So you know, I'm not saying you don't take precautions and you don't try to help people and you don't push these vaccinations to the elderly and those that are um, most at risk. But, you know, to take, a, to strip us away of all of our rights in the name of, of safety. I mean, this is, this is a ploy that's been used throughout history to, to basically take away people's rights. And I suspect the next thing that's going to come, then, you know, maybe this is a bit Alex Jones conspiratorial. Um, I guarantee you, Something's going to happen soon where we have another mass shooting or some kind of event and then Biden and everybody else is going to come in and take your guns. That's going well, to be the next.
0: One. I don't think I think they always say it, but I think it's one of those things where they know it's just not possible.
1: Uh, the practicality of it is difficult, but it won't stop them from pushing. I mean,
0: because I think the only way you literally could do it and because there would be an uprising is you would have to send in the military, which you can't technically. But most of the military not, I'm not going on my own citizens to fucking get your a gun so I could protect your dumb ass fuck that no I don't I think that's when the military finally puts their foot down and says enough of this fucking shit. I ain't doing that. I, I, don't,
1: I, don't, I don't know, to be honest. I don't, I don't think know. that would uh, ever be an issue. It's,
0: it's it's a good talking point to rile people up like they do again every four years. I'm, I'm telling you that
1: it's going to happen, guaranteed.
0: Okay. I disagree. I don't think that I, – I think, again, they talk, they talk, they talk. I'm not
1: saying they take them. I'm not saying they actually take them. I'm saying that something's going to happen. No, no, no. I
0: agree. Of- like they Every single shooting, they say the same fucking thing, you know. And they yeah, don't even but, know what they're even talking about half the time when they say oh, automatic weapons, like, like automatic weapons aren't around, no, you, you know. Not,
1: but not they say that all that stupid shit. With, the level of ignorance about firearms is just astounding. You know, I mean, you've seen those memes, right? Like what what kind of AR-15 is this, right? Yeah. It's like a blunderbuss or something because <laughs> they really have no clue. That's amazing. Um, It's again. This should disturb you if you're a reasonably intelligent person. That the folks that are trying to make decisions about what kind of firearms you can own or if you can own them at all are people that can't tell you know a handgun from a rifle. You you know, right?
0: Like this is again. Just anybody. Let's think for yourself. If you're a Democrat or even a Republican, just think for yourself. Like the world is not all doom and gloom. Okay, the whole vaccine thing. Yes, like you said. It's real. It's there. People do die from it. People get fucked up from it. But guess what? Mm -hmm. Everything you do in life, especially Philadelphia, you have the same chance of fucking dying. There,
1: there's risk, right? There's risk associated with everything. We don't not allow people to have motorcycles because they people could crash. We don't, you know, prevent people from uh, skydiving because it's a dangerous activity. We we make maybe sign a waiver. You some appreciate that there's some level of risk some degree of uncertainty and you move forward well uh,
0: and again it's and 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 here's the other thing not to turn this into a COVID thing but whenever a hospital remember hospitals are businesses owned by people Mm -hmm. whenever Mm -hmm. there's a chance for them to get money from the government for something like this they're gonna fucking Mm -hmm. milk it and i saw a study it was um i think even cnn posted it they had to where 25 percent of all the case the, the accuracy number of deaths, um, are mm-hmm. off by probably upwards of twenty five percent, if not more, because yeah. every time
1: they say they have a death and they just put COVID related, thirteen thousand mm-hmm. dollars for them. But but here's the thing. I mean, and, and we've seen this before. You know, different news um, outlets have brought attention to it. They're counting COVID deaths as anybody who has COVID. So right. there was literally a case where a guy committed suicide and he marked it as COVID. Which is, you know, obviously, this is clearly not what it's saying. And, and, and people it, have made jokes. The
0: There's memes around, like, a guy got bitten by a shark. Must have been COVID. Yeah. But people are doing oh, that I, in hospitals. Like, everybody, <laughs> gunshot yeah. victim, COVID. It's all because it's, of money. And that's what it boils down to money, 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 yeah. man. That's all it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it's unfortunate that this is the way we do business. Well, but listen, you'll get COVID. It's going to suck.
0: As, like I said, I go to doctors for different reasons. All of them have said the same thing. There ain't nothing we're doing right now that's going to prevent it. If it's your turn, you're catching it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's mm-hmm. it. I just I, I got in an argument with a guy on Twitter I follow, a guy I like. He mm-hmm. got it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. thought you were doing everything the right way. You're one of the people that always screams and yells, you know, wear a mask. Yeah. Stay away from yeah, each other, yeah. which, by the way, I love. I love the whole six feet thing. I love it. I hate people near me, yeah. so I'm all about that. <laughs> but the whole mask and, you know, wash your hands and stay away from big gatherings. I said to him, what you do wrong? He said, I didn't. Oh, he, here's, hold on, hold on. He's like, I, I didn't do anything wrong. I followed all the guidelines. Perfect. Testament exactly. You just literally said, you literally sit here and preach to everyone to do exactly what you do. But yet you still fucking got it. So what does that tell you? Either you're lying to everybody and you did something you shouldn't have, which most people do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or yeah. it's a little bit more... Um easy no. to catch, then then the government's really letting it, you know if the government just said, Look, motherfuckers, it's gonna get you all, no matter what you do, live your life, mm-hmm. people would accept it. They like, Okay, fuck it. I gotta I gotta go work. They oh, just I mean, can't. Here,
1: here's, here's the thing, dude. You know, again, I don't mean to ever make light of it. I'm sure there's people who've lost loved ones and it's of terrible. course. But, but that doesn't mean that the rest of us have to live our lives in fear and in this crazy state because, you know, some percentage of folks have actually gotten sick, and we could really argue about what that number is. I actually took a picture of a web page, uh, uh, news article the other day. Let me find it here real quick. I'll show you this. It's absolutely absurd. And it was kind of talking about, you know, um, what, it, what it should be. It was a, a heads up that, that there's more to this COVID stuff going on. Here it is. This is from USA Today. Record low flu cases show how COVID-19 is less forgiving, experts say. And I think to myself, there's not record low flu cases. You're just categorizing these as something different, right? Yep. You know, if, if you say there's record low flu cases, you should say, why? Why is it, did the flu decide to take the summer off because COVID's here? Exactly. Right? Did it cease to exist? No, of course not. So you'd have to say to yourself, what's happened here? And the reality is, it's some misdirection, right? And if the, you know, again, not to demonize the medical professionals, but if they have a financial Benefit or or interest in, hey, if I put this code on here or I test them and they do have it And I'm not saying they're lying necessarily But say you do test positive for the antibodies, but I'm here for something completely unrelated If I know that I'll get something checked from the government, of course, you're gonna market there, Of course you're gonna list
0: I I I I, I want to say something about an incident. I had An encounter Mm -hmm. I had within the last week But I'm not going to because I don't want anyone to hear it try to get somebody or some people or this business in trouble but Mm I interacted with some group that you would think if there was a real fucking problem in the world, these are the people Ooh. that you want on your side. These are the people who are going to help you, keep you alive, Ooh. keep you safe. And they didn't give two shits. They weren't mm-hmm. wearing gloves, mm-hmm. masks, laughing, wow. joking. Had you just woke up from a coma and were put in this situation, you'd be like, oh, life
1: is normal here. Okay. Well, but I mean, but we've seen this with all the politicians. I mean, you know, they're all out at dinner with their buddies laughing and joking, having drinks and hugging. But we're not supposed to have grandma. Well, what's, the lady, well, what, to
0: have, what's that lady that was on the, the task force? Um, Dr. The, which one? She, she was wearing the scars with Fauci. Burke? It was Fauci and Burks. Burks? Yeah, like the the lady whose dental plan needs to be updated. She sat around telling everybody, "Don't go anywhere with your families. You can't do any of that stuff over the holidays." And she went down and met her family for th- what was it, Christmas or Thanksgiving? Like these people know Listen, dude, it's, it's just, it sucks. It's, it's the good. Same, it,
1: it could hurt you. But it's the same as all these athletes. These athletes are out here pretending that they're holier than now and they're role models, and you know all this and that. Meanwhile, it's, here's videos of them out at the club. But you know what I mean? Dude? Anyway, enough, I, I want to bring up one final
0: one final thing before we go. The um. Sure. The murders in Philly keep going. They don't stop. Cops are hand-strung. I talked to a friend of mine today literally fucking miserable and There was a guy killed the other day 30th in Jefferson it's called brewery town again all these neighborhoods just fucking make up names when we grew up It was North Philly West Philly South Philly Northeast Philly
1: It no, was Frankfurt I mean, I Mayfair. Know Brewery town was around. Brewery was around. Brewery town was around. I think they started getting creative and making up new Kensingtons that didn't exist. Like, uh, like listen, <laughs> you, to news, you listen to the news.
0: You listen to the news in Philly. There's literally a new neighborhood every every thirty five days or so. It's like, what? Where the hell? Where did you come up with this neighborhood from? Eventually, every why, block because, is going to be a neighborhood. Some
1: realtor, is tra- well, some realtor is trying to well, sell property in Kensington so, and doesn't want to say it's in Kensington.
0: So down <laughs> down at thirtieth and um, it was thirtieth and Jefferson. Now, mm-hmm. for anyone that doesn't know the city, um, this is one of these revitalized neighborhoods. Philadelphia has a couple sections of uh, of their of the city that were just crime ridden. Some are still to this day. One of them being the first revitalization was Fishtown.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Fishtown was literally Kensington. It was all one just nightmare of a crime ridden, drug infested part of the city. It. And to, to the credit of guys I grew up with, they when I first bought my first house at 20 years old, they were like, sure. buy a house down here off of Girard Avenue in Fishtown. This is going to be a, a revitalization. The whole place is going to turn. It's going to be amazing. I was like, get the fuck out of here. I ain't buying a house in Kensington. Foolish of right. me. House is down there half a million dollars now. So these, these neighborhoods start, you know, other neighborhoods, people start getting this idea like, ooh, I'll go live here. I'll go live there. Um, I remember a story, an incident in West Philly, heart of West Philly, bad neighborhood. A white couple moves in and they were kind of getting tormented by the neighbors. One of them was a guy that was on house arrest. So this lady knew somebody high up in the mayor's office at the time. So they called our boss. Our boss was like, go out there, watch the house, see what this guy's doing. Lo and behold, the guy was going out selling drugs. We caught him, locked him up. But again... You're coming into a neighborhood. You got to expect that. That's par for the course in that neighborhood. It, that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. So 30th and Jefferson Brewery Town is that new fish town. They're knocking mm-hmm. the old buildings down, building these nice places. I, I did. I've done security down there, and you know, it's still on the um, the brink of the end of North Philly, beginning of West Philly. You know, these are yep. still <laughs> tough neighborhoods. Yeah. So a guy minding his own business, doing nothing, just living life, you know, comes walking his dog. You see the video, two punks. They're probably kids, too. I, I can't imagine more than 17 years old at that. Walk up to him. You see the interaction. Dude, dude has a gun right in his chest and pops him. Who? Oh, he hits the, hits he the guy walking the dog. Yep, the the kid, young guys? The young kids shoot the guy. Oh. Two black kids shot a white guy Was
1: this a while ago was this guy walking his dog with his daughter or something?
0: No, he was just walking his dog by himself um, okay. That was it got no money from him. He had no money had nothing on him. No, no. weapons. No guns. No, no dollars. Mm. Nothing Just fucking mm. killed a guy That is mm. Philadelphia right now For everybody that will listen here that knows anyone in this city when the next district attorney runs um, I believe they're running this year. There's a guy Vega I'll put I'll, I'll tweet out and I'll post on here who he is, who's going to be running against Krasner. You got to get this guy out, man. Listen, Krasner's never going to go. dude. Listen, they're
1: they're going to keep him.
0: I, I don't think so. I think this is where even the diehard no. fools of the city who just vote no. for Listen, they would vote for Garfield if they were told to. I think even they realize like, dude, this is fucked up. Because again, it's not my neighborhood that's fucked up; it's your neighborhood that's fucked
1: up. Because right, but the, the, you know, the difference is, uh, though, they're, they're the people in the neighborhoods are being convinced that it's not their fault and that, that you know, the reason their neighborhood is a shithole is because shit of the people in the northeast or somewhere else. And this is the problem.
0: Oh, no, no, um, no, no, no. It, the reason why, and I've worked the politics, is because the guy on their block who's the fucking ward leader tells them, mm-hmm. oh, yo, now nah, you vote my guy in, we'll get you a job. Or 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 the free housing that you want is coming or that the health or the free, you know, the welfare stuff. You get to keep that.
1: Do you think people are going to abandon
0: that all of a sudden? No, but I think it's so bad because all these people, they're the ones that are voting. These neighborhoods, these people who are told how to vote are the ones who are really getting affected. Yeah. It is fucking on their doorstep. This isn't like a shooting I mean, here and there. This but this is,
1: isn't. But this isn't new, my friend. This isn't new. It's not like I mean, like I was looking at crime stats last week when we talked, and I think um, somewhere like Milwaukee, the murder rate doubled this year, right? we doubled so if everywhere, double, if not more, tripled some what I'm saying is. If it just doubled out of the blue and you said, oh, my God, like, what's going on? I was unaware of this. Philly has been off the hook for decades, man. Yeah, but Philly's it hasn't been, been crazy forever.
0: It, it, it hasn't been this. And don't just take the murders for, you know, that that's the overall number. Mm-hmm. And that that decides how all this is. It's right. the shootings. It's the unsolved crimes. Right. It's, Violence, the fact, um,
1: all the, yeah, it's the fact. It's everything. Rates, assaults, the robbery.
0: That you walk down any street in, you go down Frankfurt Avenue for Bridge and Pratt. I Dare anybody mm-hmm. and I really don't I'm kidding. I dare anybody from midnight start at bridge and Pratt and walk all the way down to um, Or walk all the way over to some, um, spring garden. That's the L. That's mm-hmm. our L our elevated train the mm-hmm. L you yep. walk under that whole fucking thing Started at midnight guarantee every single person does it gets robbed yep. Some of yep. you will even get killed Don't yep. do it Okay N- in no time especially when we were on the job People could yeah. fucking walk that that strip, especially when we were out there fucking, you know, picking people
1: up. You, you know, we talk about law enforcement, one of the oddest moments of my life. You know, when you go all the way down Kensington, we hit like of was like Front Street or whatever down there. Yeah. You know, it kind of makes that turn. Yeah. I can remember going down there and stopping somebody and being like, hey, you got some ID? And it was a girl. And she goes, oh, will a passport suffice? And I was like, a passport. Like, what the hell happened here? Like, who did I I was like, did, did they rob someone's car that got a passport in it? And this girl straight broke out the passport and said, yes, yeah, so I'm a student at Temple University. And I remember saying, like, hey, look, man, it's like four in the morning. You're in like a really dangerous spot right here. Like, are you aware? You know, you need to be aware of your surroundings. This is a dangerous area. And she said, oh, I live in this apartment right here. Cause you know, we're talking about the revitalization. Right. And that was,
0: right. That was the beginning of the revitalization. Like, it was like, wait, to, what? What are you doing here?
1: I just remember thinking, who in their right mind drove their daughter down to her new apartment and didn't say, get back in the car, we're out of here? You know what I mean? That's insane. Well,
0: I want to end it on this. I haven't told many stories um, lately, but I want to end it on this one. And this will be disputed by anybody that knows this story, but it's fine. So back in the day, it's probably about 10 years now, maybe a little less. There was a guy who um was in Kensington he was killing killing people he was called oh, the Kensington strangler look it up he killed a, I remember a, that you remember that he killed a, a yeah. variety of women all in his area so we got a tip on where he was like somebody called us now everybody was looking for him it was on the news every single night FBI the marshals the, uh, major crimes every police Every single cop was looking for this guy. So we got a tip on where he was. So we, we, now at this time, we didn't know, cops knew who he was at this time. We got a tip who he was through, um, actually somebody in homicide. And that this, they didn't name him as the guy yet, but he had a warrant with us. That's why he was calling us. He was like, look, we haven't officially announced him yet, but this is the guy we believe is the guy. So we go to this house to go search it for this kid. And I won't say his name. One of all, all the guys used to work for me. He's probation officer now. He was the younger kid. He was able to climb fences and walls. So we're in heart of North Philly. All the alleyways are just, I mean, you're talking Vietnam-type alleyways here. Just yeah. debris, trash, overgrown with more dog poop. Everything's back there. So we're on the corner and we're waiting for him to get in position. We're like, all right, you in position? He's like, I'm climbing on the roof, but I got it in sight. Go ahead. We're like, all right. So we go, knock on the door. Girl opens the door up and just like, here you go. Go ahead. So we go in, we rush. He's like, he's coming out the back. He's coming out the back. So we fucking run mm-hmm. out the back. Dude's gone. He gets in a foot chase. And loses him. Now, at this moment that we're chasing him, we call over police radio saying, hey, we're chasing a possible suspect in this. He just, we lost him up this alleyway. And they're like, okay, cops come, whatever. Cops were already sitting on that other house that they thought Mm -hmm. he was at. This idiot fucking leaves where we were, runs in the back door of this (laughs) other house. And hides in there. So we lose him. Cops go. They take the door. They fucking catch the kid. And they're all high five and like, he's been here all fucking day. Like, you didn't chase him. You chased somebody else. And we're like, we fucking chase the guy. We don't care. It's your you lock yeah. him up. Like, we don't we're not getting the credit for it anyway. We knew we won it. <clears throat> so we go, like, I send a team down homicide because they want to talk to our guys. Just to, you know, get all the, you know, shit straight. And they were like, "Who chased them?" We we're mm-hmm. like, "This, you know, this officer here." We we're like, "He was like, well, what happened?" He's like, "I was on the roof. The kid flew out the door." He's like, "I couldn't get down in time." He's like, "By the time he was able to get down, he was fucking a block ahead of me." Mm-hmm. And they're like, "All right, we're not going to show you. Just point out which one he, which one he is." So he went in the back where all the cells are. He's like, "It's that kid right there." He's like, "Yep, that's him. Mm-hmm. I chased him." They're like, "No, you didn't. Slam the door, fucking like, all right warn you to out of here. Thanks for your help. Beat it." <laughs> we're like, what the fuck, man? He was like, we all left, and they officer and um, the officers like, yo, sorry. She's like, that was him. He's like, I fucking chased him. We're like, you fucking asshole! Like you did. We're like, you're getting in the back of every house for the next year, motherfucker! Like mm-hmm. how did you not catch him? But um, mm-hmm. you know that was like you know some dick measuring shit that we would all have to endure every now and then. But um, I
1: mean, it's, common. it's common. It, it's it is common. very common,
0: <laughs> and you know they were the good old fun days. Thank God they got that scumbag go up the street. Read the story about it. This dude fucking. That's all about that it. This dude was awful, man. Like, ugh. So. But, all right, brother. Well, listen. Next week, we'll have the inauguration. And I promise nothing's going to fucking happen. You watch. And then we'll get That's a no little problem. bit more of an idea why all these soldiers are going to be stationed down in Washington, D.C. for now. And probably forever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Talk to you later. All right, brother.
1: Stay safe.